afford to be. This is small town music. This is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away, a song away, a song away. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Rock Solid, your podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis. I am uh, Gary Lucy, and I am ready to rock and roll this whole place. Are you going to tear it up today? Yeah, 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 yeah. I hope. Uh, I'm, I'm not. Care- I don't care about if I get my deposit back. Are we gonna blow the roof off this place? Well, I don't know about that. What's stage patter? What is some stage patter that people would say? Uh, how's everybody doing tonight? How's everyone doing tonight? Hello, Studio City. A lot of good-looking girls out there. Yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> I hear that in a lot of the bands I see. I hear there's some Matt Belknaps in the house. Woo! He's holding up his lighter. That's right. That's Silent Partner. Oh, man. Hi. How's it going? How's your, how's your week? Good. Everything's good. You were, you were a guest on my wife's podcast Yeah, yesterday. that was fun. That's a good podcast on the page. You know, I was, uh, by all accounts, I was witty. I was charming. I was engaging. <laughs> And uh, I'm going I'm to try that today. I'm gonna, all right, I'm perfect. Gonna, I thought that might be. A, I heard that a you were all. I heard that you were all those. All three of those things. So that's great. So, uh, boy, something something uh, crazy happened to me. I, I was uh, I got infected by the contagion by uh, <laughs> the movie. You know, no, I was uh, I was just driving along with my son. He said, uh, "You put on some music I might like." So we put on the uh, serious hits, and uh, and this happened. It was. Uh-huh. Uh, hold on, hold on. It was the. Uh, you ready? Yeah. The, uh, and it's like. It's not a matter like if I like it or not. It's just like, it's like, like, like a mosquito doesn't worry if you like it or not. He's he's biting you, and that's. Uh, no, wait, I know this song. Yeah. It's uh, it's it's not just Selena Gomez. This is Selena Gomez, yeah. Selena Gomez and the scene. That's her band. My girls have all their her CDs. Yeah. This wait, wait, this hook gets in your head here. It is. Uh, it, is, it's, it doesn't get much more reptilian than this. It is just like. Uh, uh, uh. Can she sing? She can sing, right? Yeah, I think so. She's yeah, got a way. I think so too. Hey, listen to this. One more time. Let's say that again. So Preston's ten. He's nine. He's nine. And does he? And he he enjoys this. Song? Yeah, yeah. He loves this. And uh, and uh, his favorite music observation is like, oh yeah, I know this from the uh, kids' pop version. <laughs> <laughs> does he have a, cr- a little bit of a crush maybe on uh, Selena Gomez? Yeah, yeah. He's starting to like. Yeah, he's noticing the, the ladies a little bit more and let me mm-hmm. on. It's like she's actually pretty cute. <laughs> she is cute. She is cute. Yeah, good yeah. for her. But anyway, so that was uh, <laughs> good for her. <laughs> was my only. And uh, so yeah, I'm waiting for that new. Uh, and hopefully by the time I get home, that new Wilco will be there and I could cleanse out. Did you, uh, they have a new album coming out this yeah, week? Yeah, yeah, it comes out this week. So There's going to be a battle this week on the oh. charts between uh, Switchfoot and Chickenfoot. Oh, man, battle the they, uh, <laughs> they battle the feet. They both have albums coming out this week. <laughs> Foot fight, you know it. What what goes on in that Chickenfoot podcast? I was noticing on there that... Uh, oh, I, I've got to assume just a bunch of unlistenable talk. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, your wife was suggesting maybe we switch over to the music charts, you know, that thinking that on, on iTunes maybe. Oh, yeah, they, she had said that's yeah. me, wonderful we should go music because I looked at the top like 25 music podcasts and they all look really dull 
I, yeah, well, I think it's just a different thing. I think it's all about uh, dubstep and uh, club music and everything. So maybe we'll maybe that is cut through. But uh, yeah, no, we're like, you know, this is like a real specialty. This is like our arcana that we're talking. That's about true. Here. Yeah, nobody cares, Pat. But <laughs> but the, uh, the new Chickenfoot uh, CD cover will be in 3D. Ooh, do you need special glasses? Uh, yeah, I think it comes with But that. There's bifocal 3D glasses for <laughs> yeah. the uh, Chickenfoot fan. That's funny. Um, okay, hey, look. You want to start this game? Well, that's me That's me getting mad. Okay, look. <laughs> Are we going to do this? I was going to save our game for the end of the show because I think it's going to carry it. over. But, Let's do it. But I understand you had an installment in our and was becoming my favorite feature on the show. Uh, not so great moments in hip-hop. Well, it's, no, it's not that. This actually goes along with our with our topic today. But oh, well, okay. It is something that's uh, that's re- ridiculous. Our topic today is going to be solo albums. Oh, okay. And this isn't one of my choices, but mm-hmm. in order to get into uh, the uh, uh, into the funniness, we have to play we have to play a little bit of uh, David Lee Roth's Yankee Rose. Ooh. What? Hmm. Well, let me roll up onto the sidewalk and take a look. Yes. Whoa! Wow! She's beautiful! What? I'm talking about a Yankee Rose! Okay, Matt, now go to the next track. D. Bueno, déjame no más subir a la cera para echarle un ojo. Uy! Me refiero a la Yankee Rose! Dave's first solo album after leaving Van Halen is Eat Him and Smile, and he recorded also recorded the whole album in Spanish. Well, sure. So, um, Matt, if you want to play just a second of uh, Going Crazy from the Heat, uh, English. Cuando loco. <laughs> now go Spanish. <laughs> it works. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, one more. It's a Frank Sinatra classic. <laughs> I don't know. I, yeah, I might like the Spanish version better than the American. It has a certain sound. I, I was amazed to hear that uh, Steve Vai's guitar was bilingual. He said, Whoa. He should have played Spanish guitar on these songs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that was my that's my funny oddity of the week that goes in with our topic, which is uh, solo albums. And that's uh, uh, so and and that was kind of rappy and it was kind of uh, bilingual. What uh, next week we're going to have a, uh, uh, a not so great moment in hip hop that's like not just uh, like an apt like uh, rap, but it's also it it could be considered elder abuse. So just like Ooh, okay. so so be sure to come back for episode thirteen on that. But uh, as you said, our, uh, our our topic is solo albums, and um, this you know naturally uh, with my paranoid nature, I thought maybe you were laying the groundwork that you're uh, thinking about 
leaving the band like your thing. You're going <laughs> no, no. solo. <laughs> I got no. I get. I got no place to go. Oh. <laughs> I'm like Richard Gere from Officer and the Gentleman. <laughs> I, I got no go. place to go. <laughs> All right, mayonnaise. <laughs> so uh, solo album. Sometimes, uh, sometimes a, a member of the band, not necessarily the singer, he'll just break off and do a side project, do a solo album, then he'll come back to the band. Sometimes the singer wants to do a solo album and then never comes back to the band, or sometimes the band breaks up, got to move on. If if you're in a band and someone makes a solo album, it's is there any way to not take it personally, or, or do you just like... Unless they do something so drastically different from what the band is doing. Otherwise, yeah, I think you're like, well, come on, dude, why couldn't we have just done those songs with you? Okay. Right, yeah. don't you think? Yeah, yeah, totally. So, yeah, it just seems like, you know, it's not it's not me, it's you. Yeah, like, like I mean, like yeah. Lou Graham from Foreigner, he goes and he <laughs> makes a solo album, and it's, it sounds just like Foreigner. Sounds well, just then like it's Foreigner. like, well, what's what's the big deal? I was I was working at a, at a radio station. Money, Matt says it's yeah, money. He doesn't want to split it the up. The almighty dollar. When that when that Lou Graham album came out uh, to uh, to kind of, you know, create a buzz about it, the record company, it was like Atlantic or something. They, yeah. They, 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 they sent out a single blue Crayola crayon, Midnight Blue, oh. with no explanation, just like... Like, oh. Think about it. You know what happened? <laughs> lot, people, people took that crayon and threw it in the trash. <laughs> Midnight blue crayon. What a terrible! I hope that the promotion guy <laughs> got, fired. got fired for that. It's terrible. <laughs> but uh, uh, REM does a good version of Midnight Blue. Oh, they do. Yeah, that's. A, that's I don't know, but anyway. But that's neither here nor there. What? Uh, so, so we want to talk about some of our favorite solo projects. Yeah, these are, these are these are these are uh, yeah these are these are some of my favorite solo mm-hmm. projects. And um, I want to start with one. Um, this came out, uh, but what do you, I, I don't. I can't even say the word posthumously. Is that how you say it? Yeah. And um, uh, this is from uh, this is from uh, Joey Ramone. Oh, from right. the Ramones, and uh, he was uh, he was uh, deceased. And this came out in two thousand two. He was working on a solo album. It was called "Don't Worry About Me." And this song, he wrote a song for the Emmy Award winning American television journalist. Maria Bartiromo. Yes. And here's a little bit of that song. I love this song. (laughs) What's happening on Squawk Box? to the chorus <laughs> this actually could have made my uh, girls list if yeah, I would have yeah. thought about it <laughs> right what you know and he I guess he was watching a lot of CNBC he was when he was yeah, when he was sick when he, he was, was watching and, a lot uh, of and, and he had a crush on her <laughs> and so he wrote uh, Maria Bartiromo which is that's kind of cool with uh, the flip side Campbell Brown is a punk rocker <laughs> <laughs> Some of those news babes are pretty, uh, pretty hot. Yeah, like that Ann Coulter. No, no, what her. the? I'm kidding. <laughs> it's a man. Yeah, do you ever baby. see the weather? What's the What's the thing with the weather girls in L.A.? Oh yeah, who's that? Uh, They've all got the giant mountains. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, Filipina less. What's her name? Uh, yeah, that's. Uh, I, I I don't know. I I I just I I I'm in it for the meteorology. I don't know what you you just want to know what the forecast is. Exactly. What do you got, Gary? Who's that? Uh, that Fritz Coleman. She's pretty oh, easy on the She eye. is unbelievable. Handsome woman of a certain age. Uh, I'm just going to throw it down. Here's my opening, Auntie. No, uh, just like the first thing that uh, popped into my head when you uh, said this, it's, okay. uh, it's uh, Frank Black, Hiddick. It's wrinkling time. 
song. Yeah, this is, uh, it's from the album Teenager of the Year. I think it's his second uh, second solo album. Pixies solo. And uh, yeah, it's pretty perfect. And this song's just great. Gets right to the point. Love it. Now, does this sound... I'm not real familiar with the Pixies. Does this sound... Is this a departure? It's kind of in the same vein. Okay. I would say. Yeah. Anyway, so... And the Pixies are still together? They're together, and now they're like a touring act. I, who knows if they'll ever... Uh, Do any new music. Yeah, but they, uh, they had a song in this, on the Shrek soundtrack that got rejected. But uh, How do you get rejected from this? Because they want, they want that Counting Crow song. Smash, more room for Smash Mouth. Yeah, that's how <laughs> You know how it goes. Wow, that's weird. And have you heard that song? It's great. Yeah, it's a Kim Deal song called Bam Thwok. No, we we to, we'll uh, we'll play that next week on our uh, rejected Shrek. Show. Yeah, I was just gonna say yeah. a, a rejected <laughs> song. Uh, it's really good. Okay, so my uh, this next one this is this is really obscure. Okay. This came out in 1980, and I got a lot of a little bit of ramp up on this. Okay, okay. So the artist is Barry Goudreau. Okay, I don't you, know what that is. Of course you don't. He is uh, he was the rhythm guitarist in the band Boston. All right. Okay, so Boston releases their first album in 76, uh-huh. their second album in 78, yeah. and then while uh, the main songwriter, lead guitarist Tom Scholz is trying to get songs and stuff ready for a third album, Barry Goudreau uh, gets signed by the same label as Boston's on to do a solo album. And what he does is he takes Boston's singer and Boston's drummer along with him for his solo album. I was going to say, what's Brad Delp doing this whole time? But he's, he's along for he's, the ride. He's, he's on the, <laughs> but this thing, it's a, the cover is just a picture of, uh, of Barry, of Barry Goudreau. Oh, no, it's, just, it's just like a portrait of this guy. But to me, if you think that uh, Third Stage from 1986 is the third Boston album, <laughs> and you love Boston, you have to pick this up. We're going to play two cuts. You're not going to believe this. Yeah, it's this is, this is Boston. Now, is that a Barry Goudreau song, or is this a Boston song? Wow. That's unbelievable, isn't it? Man. This song's called Dreams, and now play the next one. This is called Hard Luck. Sounds exactly like Boston. Boy. Now, here's the deal. I know not a lot of people like Boston. (laughs) But if you're out there right now and you had no idea about this album, go to iTunes. It's on iTunes. It's it's nine songs. Six are sung by Bradley Delp. Uh-huh. The other three are sung by a guy named Fran Cosmo, who actually replaced Bradley Delp in for the fourth Boston studio album. So it's 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 this is a Boston album. This is more Boston than that movie, The Fighter. <laughs> <laughs> but it always cracks. Like, and 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 a lot of people don't know about this album. So here's some Boston music for you under the guise of mm-hmm. Barry Goudreau. Goudreau, how do you spell that? G U. Oh, I'm sorry, G O U D. 
R E A U. Okay, I want to make sure not to accidentally get that. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's good. It sounds yeah, like it's, I, it's, I, look, I don't mind Boston. That's that's kind of that, like, that's just a, that's I, a that's a real niche thing. And I thought, well, when else am I going to be, be able to talk about Barry Goudreau's album? And this is a uh, this is good. And it's kind of a sneaky solo project. Nice. Wow, that's 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 excellent. That's like if you learn nothing else from this, I've I'm gonna, uh, that's going to be my takeaway for this episode. <laughs> and maybe this will be yours. Now uh, we just. Uh, saw Selena Gomez demonstrate that it's very mm-hmm. hard to make that transition from a uh, child actor right. to a uh, pop star. Right. But uh, someone who I think uh, has handled it with uh, Grace and a Plum is a uh, an 80s child actor who was, I forget what show she was on. It wasn't like Empty Nest or something like that. And uh, and then um, she, uh, and she was in some movies like with Fred Savage and stuff. Uh, her name's Jenny Lewis, formed a band called Rilo Kiley. Amazing, uh, like like very popular in L.A., you know, just uh, you can't like buy a ticket when they when they play in L.A. She and 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 much like Blondie or No Doubt or something, you know those other loads in Rilo Kyler are like, <laughs> hey, we're a band, right? You're not going anywhere, right? Because she started to make some solo albums and they rule. And uh, her first one is maybe one of my all time favorite records it's called Rabbit for a Coat, and it's um, it it kind of like talks about a lot about her her childhood and you know growing up with a with a crazy mom and like threw into showbiz and stuff. But um, what she did on that album that's kind of cool that I think you'll like is uh, she kind of assembled her own traveling wilburys like an alt rock traveling wilburys so we got uh and they did a cover of uh handle with care so oh that's uh, great so uh take a listen to this and uh you'll uh I'll break it down after been beat up and battered round been sent up and i've been shot down you're the best thing that i've ever found handle me with care Reputations changeable, situations tolerable. Baby, you're adorable. Handle me with care. I'm so tired of being lonely. I still have some love to give. Won't you show me that you really care? Ben Gibbard from Death Camp there. This is M. Ward from uh, a You do you do need more than one vocalist on this song. Yeah, yeah, you need a, some dudes, and then and then uh, you can take that. Then um, Bright Eyes comes in later for the George Harrison. Uh, Bit, so, uh, Boy, this yeah. could have been on our cover show could too. That's a great, a uh, lot of crossover topics. Uh, yeah, songs today. I, well, I only like seven songs, so there's going to be some <laughs> overlap. But uh, yeah, so J- Jenny Lewis and the Watson Twins, Rabbit for a Coat. Go to YouTube and uh, look up the song "Rise Up with Fist." Amazing video with uh, it's kind of a hee haw spoof and uh, with uh, Sarah Silverman's in there and. Um, and then, uh, yeah, just I, boy, I, I, I just worn that thing out. Mr. Belvedere, she was on there apparently. Golden Girls. Anyway, that's great. Now she's a recording artist. Now she's a recording star. Anyway, so what's uh, what yeah? It didn't seem to happen for that Tina Yothers, but this yeah, chick, well, yeah, that's like this chick cool. has got yeah. some success. <laughs> what if I was Tina Yothers? What if it was? Move over, Juliet and the Licks, because this <laughs> is going to be. <laughs> Do you like that Juliet and the Licks stuff? You know, actually, I kind of heard it, and it's uh, not that bad. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. That's not a raining endorsement. This yeah. isn't that bad. Not, you know, you know, but, well, because your expectation is it's going to be uh, crazy. Tina just... Yothers the second, yeah, or something. But no, no, it's all right. Yeah, all right, yeah. Juliet Lewis. All right. Crazy chick. <laughs> what do we got for now? My uh, my next one is uh, from 1988. This is when uh, 
This is when the Stones were in a little bit of turmoil. I think this is the, their biggest uh, turmoil was in that 86 through 89 period, right before uh, Steel Wheels came out. And Mick had done a solo album, and him and Keith weren't talking. And Keith just said uh, that he was going to go do a solo album. He probably said, like, oh, this <laughs> And uh, so his no, first solo album. any salami. What? So his, uh, his first solo album was uh, Talk is Cheap uh, oh, from yeah. 1988. And this is a song called uh, How I Wish. Does that just sound like the Stones? <laughs> it kind of does. That's Steve Jordan on drums. Oh, yeah, the expensive winos, right? Yep, That's the name of the expensive band. winos. Yeah. How I wish that you were again. How I wish that you were Keith's voice is an acquired taste, but I still like it better than Tom Waits. It's very lifted. Like, he comes by it naturally. Yeah. Tom Waits is doing his character. And he had a hit on this album. The hit was uh, Take It So Hard. Take It So Hard. And he I, did I, a solo tour. I remember hearing him describe it. You know, he does that five-string open G tuning. Yeah. And uh, he's like he described his guitar technique, he's like, all you need is five strings, three fingers, and one arsehole. Well <laughs> <laughs> then wait I should be able to play guitar Like a madman <laughs> yeah. But uh, It always uh, There were some great songs On this And there were some great songs On Mick's solo album And I, it's a shame They couldn't have uh, Made a Stones album Instead of Their solo albums Sometimes but What are you gonna do What are you gonna do, do What are you gonna do 50 year anniversary Coming up It's crazy Next year 50 years of the Stones yeah. uh, That's uh, <laughs> keep going I say why, go, go for 60 yeah, go for 60 like yeah if there's a <laughs> they, they need to die on stage right yeah cool. yeah that's that's gonna be great I can wait for that uh, someone else who is uh, uh, you know definitely an a- a- eligible for AARP membership and this is that one I was giving you hints about and I, I think you probably guess it he has a brand new solo album just out this week and uh, I wasn't a huge fan of his solo work before but this is this album is really cool it's like uh, it's very weird and uh, and and very uh, tuneful and listenable this is uh, Lindsey Buckingham from uh, the Seeds We Sow album oh look he's got it right here in the, in the thing uh, I, uh, Pardo brought me this today he was on uh, he was on um, Conan and, and some of these were lying around the oh, office nice. and he, he brought me one so I know this so go ahead play let's hear uh, the, I think it's called uh, That's the Way Love Goes I think is what I got uh, cleared up this is, this is interesting Minuet or something there. This is all self-produced and. Yeah, that is. That sounds a lot like some of those Tusk songs. Some of those I was Tusk playing. songs, exactly. Yeah, I will have to. Um, 
Yeah, and he he's not on the label anymore. Uh, Reprise and Warner's didn't want to release this, so he went uh, independently with it. And I think he has a new relevance following his uh, stint on uh, What Up With That. Yeah, on yeah. Saturday Night Live. That's hysterical. <laughs> they could do that every week as far as I'm concerned. It's always funny. I, I, <laughs> the first, I just cry when I see it. It's, it's my favorite sketch. Yeah. The, um, I'll also bring you, I'll bring you a copy of his uh, last album, Gift of Screws, which was oh. really, and that was just from two years ago. Oh. And uh, yeah, it's uh, good stuff. Not too shabby. All right, what's uh, what's on your agenda there? My agenda is for these right wing. Oh, I'm <laughs> sorry. What what are we doing? Okay. So this was uh, this is from uh, 2010. This is one of my favorite albums of last year. I played this thing nonstop. I love it. And uh, the artist is Brandon Flowers. Oh, okay. And he's from uh, he's from uh, the Killers. The Killers. And I'm not a Killers fan. I like. I like their hit songs, the ones I hear on the radio. Yeah. But as far as to get into a whole Killers album, I'm not into it. But this album, Flamingo, I liked it. Uh, I I liked it from uh, uh, top to bottom, and uh, even the deluxe edition uh, four bonus tracks. I love those. So this is uh, I got two clips from this. I got uh, first one's uh, and it's called Flamingo. It's a concept album about Las Vegas, which is where he I guess he was uh, born and raised. And this is called uh, Jilted Lovers and Broken Hearts. Muscular, pretty macho, and and uh, this next song is uh, I'll get a little ramp up on it. He's it's called Was it something I said? And it's about a guy who's getting ready to uh, propose mm-hmm. to uh, his uh, his girl. Her name's Valentino, hmm. and uh, and she uh, breaks up with him right there. Ouch! And so was it something I said? Me and Valentino went down to the chapel, but the gates were shut. I had my vows in my pocket and a gold plated ring for my honey love. Love this boppiness. We sat across from each other when I looked in her eyes. There was something gone. Uh oh, here it comes. Was it something that I said or did? Was it something that I should have kept here? If you leave me hanging, I don't know what I'll do. It doesn't matter who's wrong or right. In the clear of the blue moonlight, it got me on my knees, Valentino. This is not like you. I love it. That's neat. That that uh, puts me in the mind of all those uh, YouTube videos of uh, people proposing at halftime at NBA games and the girl saying no. I think they're fake, but they're always funny. Now, I will tell you one. I was at a concert once <laughs> yeah. where there was a, and it was a big, big band at the time. Uh-huh. Still big, but really big at this time. It was, I think, this might have been 1991 or 92. This was in a, uh, Wisconsin at one of those. Uh, it was called Summerfest. Yeah, yeah. And, that's, a, um, that's a huge deal. It's gigantic. And um, I was seeing uh, Bon Jovi. Sure, sure. Okay. And um, <laughs> she's dismissive. <laughs> sure, sure. And um, and a guy like four rows. Dismissive. Look at over here. Yeah, I know. He's playing on his phone. <laughs> yeah, he could like, care less about this story. Anyway. Matt's a guy like sitting two rows in front of me, spotlight comes on him and his girl and John Bon Jovi starts saying, hey, I got a letter backstage tonight. And he does the whole ramp up and uh, he proposes to her right then and there. 
Oh wow! And the, and the, and uh, and she says yes. She said yes oh. in front of everyone. Oh. I think if you really don't want to get a no, that's when you do it in public like that. Yeah, but yeah, it was kind of cool. I'm like, really? Oh. Is this really happening? That's why you know. I just saw that at uh, I saw that Inara George from the the Bird and the Bee and uh, and uh, you know who does that. Uh, Hall and Oates uh, cover album that we talked about mm-hmm. and uh, yeah same thing the guy comes up and uh, she sang uh, Sarah Smile for him because his, the, his betrothed was named Sarah and it was uh, it was romantic yeah is it romantic or is it stupid it's a little uh, I guess yeah. it's better than the Jumbotron at the Dodger yeah, game yeah just barely yeah you want to keep that private like uh you like that millionaire matchmaker? You ever watch that show? Oh, that girl's a bitch. Oh my god! Yeah, but uh, there was a freak job on there last night. It was just he had it in his mind he wanted to have twin baby girls, and uh, <laughs> that's you know. <laughs> and, he, and he sounds like he's gay. He he seemed he seemed super gayish. I want to have twin baby girls. Yeah, and well, he, for the first date he took her to a spa. Oh, wait, I thought you meant he wanted to date twin baby twin girls. Twin girls, exactly. Yeah. No, he wants <laughs> he wants to be a father, but he wants to have twin baby. And he took the gal to a spa, and uh, and he said, I'm going to do the facial myself. And uh, so he gave her a facial right there on Bravo. And like... Uh, and Bravo. Like, <laughs> and gave her like a foot massage. He's like, oh, this is to loosen up your ovaries for my twin baby girl. And it was... Uh, Did he continually say twin baby girl? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, so that was, is like some type of a Chris Kattan character. <laughs> was like, that's what exactly it was like. But uh, the point I'm trying to make is I think... I would like it if Brandon Flowers like hire a keyboard player, step away. I don't, I, I don't like a, a front man like uh, anchored down like that. I want you to move around. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't even realize that he uh, plays keyboards in front. I, he's not just a front guy with the. Sometimes, yeah, he'll do. Sometimes he'll do like the little uh, side one mm-hmm. hand. Yeah, he'll just do like a little hand job over there with the. I, <laughs> I do, I, and you're not. I, you don't like the killers. I like them okay. You, you know, yeah, as much as you. Do. Yeah, I like those hits and everything. I know what you're talking about there because I saw I saw Cheap Trick at the Greek Theater just Friday night, and sure. they played uh, first part of the show. They played Dream Police. Oh, album. you went to that show? Yeah, they played it uh, mm-hmm. f- uh, front to back, mm-hmm. and uh, for the, for those nine songs, Robin Zander didn't strap the acoustic on mm. or, or the rhythm guitar. He was just a front man with just a microphone, and it was. So fun to see him do that again because yeah. now he always has a guitar on him, and I like when he's just a front guy. They so. got to double up, you know. They got a lot of expenses. They can't yeah. be. But didn't they have like like a like a symphony or something? Like they just, yeah, they did a, an orchestra and background vocalists, and it was uh, it was uh, quite a show. Now, are you human or are you dancer? Which uh, <laughs> just getting back to that. <laughs> anyway, um, Matt, could you uh, hit uh, this song here? It's got a bit of a lead in, but uh, maybe I could talk over some of the. Uh, some of the uh, stuff. This is um, now we t- we talked about how people will often do a solo album because they feel constrained by the confines of uh, their day job groups, and I think that's certainly true on uh, on the case of this guy. Uh, it's it's a real departure. Is this Eric Clapton? <laughs> no, this is uh, this is a uh, Fred Schneider from the B-52s. Oh yeah, this sounds totally different. From- getting getting loose. Yeah, what do you hear? Uh, what do you hear? What <laughs> how left field this was? Gets this for the him. guy who wanted to have twin baby girls, Finnish Schneider? Yeah, more or less. Yeah, <laughs> and they sing back up the twin baby girls on this. Mm-hmm. Here. There's a monster in my pants, and it does a nasty dance when it moves in and out. Everybody starts to shout. Different from from the fifties. Anyway, so you can see how he need to stretch his wings and fly. And wh- what album is this off of? Is this off just Fred? Uh, this is called uh, Fred Schneider and the Shake Society. 
His first one from like the mid 80s. <laughs> wow. It's <laughs> crazy. What the fuck? <laughs> There's a monster in my pants. God bless that guy. He's like, uh, he's, I, think, I think he's the homosexual even uh, conservatives can love. Like <laughs> okay. no, no one can get married except for his French editor. I wouldn't mind if he taught my kids. He's he's, he's, he's like you know he's the he's definite you know gay best best friend uh, you know vibe. You know. <laughs> Don't go there, girlfriend. Somebody to say that in your life. Oh my god. You know. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> now did you bring that for uh, for for just for fun or do you I do I do you like that? Oh, uh, do you own this? Or what's you... the difference? I mean, yeah, it's good. <laughs> it's fine. Just, yeah, I love it. Okay. God, God, God bless Fred. That's my whip uh, out a French nighter. And, yeah. Uh... <laughs> Why not? I was because I was thinking because you know I. I had like a lot. I had like, uh, you know, um, Julian Casablancas and right. the Strokes and James E. Hot, like all these ones I wanted to play. But you know, like uh, mix it up a little bit. Yeah, I always start out. I have like uh, I have like twenty possibles, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. I got to uh, edit it down. Yeah, and well, uh, and this guy made the cut. Let's hear. This is a uh, this is also from uh, what was one of my favorite albums from last year, two thousand ten, and uh, it's Peter Wolf. Oh, okay. He's the uh, former lead singer of the Jay Giles Band, and mm-hmm. I, you know what? I never really like Jay Giles band that much yeah. I like a couple of their hits mm. again uh, just like Brandon Flowers with the uh, the Killers hits but uh, I love Peter Wolf solo and I have uh, I have two uh, two tracks here this first one's called Tragedy and then uh, Shelby uh, Shelby Lynn pops in on this with oh, him okay saw this guy at Largo I think I won mm. the fool's award today the way I made my baby cry What'd you do, Peter? I can't believe the stupid things I say You dummy Without one good reason why I know that life has got its ups and downs I could take whatever comes around But if you ever take your love from me now that would be the tragedy. The game of love becomes so easily. I thought we'd never have to hide. So there's a little, little taste of tragedy. That's really neat. And then, uh, thank you. I didn't write it. <laughs> I did mix it. No. Uh, and then there's another track now because I couldn't I couldn't decide which track to play. And this is a little bit different flavor. This might be uh, maybe a little more jig, eh, but not really. This is called uh, I Don't Want to Know. Now, when you That's saw cool. him at uh, at Largo, yeah, was he still doing all this crazy dancing and everything? He was uh, Largo a little bit uh, yeah. too small of a stage yeah. to handle Peter, but he would he got off the stage and came up and down the aisles and he it was is a great an show, entertaining guy to watch. He's got a lot of energy and um, him and uh, who's the Black Crows guy, Chris Robinson, Chris Robinson, maybe yeah. like just like the most fun guys to watch uh, do a show. Just, yeah, it's really good. Yeah, Peter Wolf has this, and you can't see me do it, but he has this where he. Yeah, he, he does this. Yeah, kind of uh, rolls his wrist. Like, rolls his, yeah, uh, I don't know what he's doing. Roll him up, roll him up, put him in a pan. He does that, and then kind of, <laughs> but but with kind of like an Axl Rose sidestep, yep, sort of serpentine thing. And he's, uh, uh, you know, just lanky and skinny, and yeah. still looks good for. He's in his sixties. Kind of be in his nineties now. He's like, <laughs> in uh, his nineties. But, but uh, the first, uh, his first three solo albums were. 
close to Jay Gowersby and stuff. Yeah. And then the last four have been really like his kind of his own thing, which I really enjoy. And this is the album was uh, Midnight Souvenirs from 2010. I'm going to check that out. I, I told the story many times, right, that that was the first concert I ever went to, like, you know, with, with just friends was um, the, the uh, Jay Giles Band plus special guest U2 in, uh, in San Francisco. And they, <laughs> How does that work? I, it was, you know, it was like 81 or something. They had, like, like, I Will Follow was out. And, you know, and there was a lot of, like, just U2 fans. And, you know, and they were great. But, uh, yeah, Jay Giles could follow them. And they, like, and I, I didn't really know how concerts worked then. Did you say Jay Giles could follow them? Yeah, could. Yeah, yeah easily. I mean, because Peter Wolf is just that entertaining. And I didn't really know how concerts worked then because they like, thank you, good night. And I'm like, wait a minute. They didn't even play Centerfold. What gives? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god they're coming back out and they're totally playing it <laughs> <laughs> so I, I it was a great time <laughs> anyway and what, what was the reception you two got there were you know there, there was like a lot of YouTube fans there like like crowded in front and people were going bananas and, and I'd seen them on MTV a little bit and uh, and I, I was still mixing them up with like the producers or whatever you know I, I wasn't quite sure and, who they were and, and you know what's crazy is you know Matt and I saw them when they played the Rose Bowl uh-huh. 90,000 people and Jake Howe's band did they ever play to 90,000 people <laughs> I mean that's crazy I mean maybe maybe like all combined probably <laughs> but yeah. but uh, you got another one for us? Oh sure sure. Um, there's uh, when when the talk of uh, solo albums comes up to like the uh, to the uh, record nerd. There's like a three. There's like a holy trinity um, from like the sixties and seventies. There's your uh, street talk by Steve Perry. <laughs> that is not on it. Oh okay. I thought you're, you're thinking of a different one. There's uh, or like the boat paddle thing or okay. by uh, Skip Spence from uh, Moby Grape who. Uh, he he. Uh, <laughs> Wait, that's on everyone's list. Well, there's you know like a certain kind of record nerd like that like uh, like Beck did a full okay. cover version of the whole Or album like people worship Or and it's it's kind of just like psychedelic like like r- ramblings of a madman. So I didn't bring any of that today, but the, it's kind of worth checking out. And then there's uh, I am the Cosmos by Chris Bell from a uh, big star. That was uh, okay. Uh, yeah, and that was uh, okay, number two. Another guy who tragically died. On yeah. my list. <laughs> but trust me, there's like a certain record guy. Like, how could you not play on the Cosmos? But uh, probably the uh, uh, the uh, the one that I did bring in. Can I guess it? Yeah. Phil Collins' face value. No, close. It. <laughs> it is a drummer, though. Okay. Damn it. It is. Uh, <laughs> no jacket required. No. It's 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 Dennis Wilson from the Beach Boys. Oh His, uh, yeah. What is this called? What is- Pacific Ocean Blue. Yes. And uh, this is the first single here. Once you, like the River Song. This is a Dennis and Carl on this one. He was uh, the only Beach Boy who actually surfed that we know. Yes. And he buried at sea. Yeah, cause of death, irony. Yeah, he, he, uh, he drowned. So you could see, like he, yeah, it's yeah. kind of like a real, like bluesier voice than the uh, than the other brothers. That used to be a big highlight of BG's of BG's Beach Boys concerts. He would come out front and sing like, "You are so beautiful." <laughs> and and uh, you could look for the uh, look for the album that looks like it has Manson on the cover because 
Yeah, yeah he's, he's got the beard. He's got the big you know, beard. You know what? I'm just uh, I just uh, quick looked up a couple of little things on this. This album, uh, it says the album peaked at 96, which yeah. sounds not good, and yeah. it's not, but it sold around 300,000 copies. I know, that's what this one people bought some records. Yeah, man. I mean, now, if you, if you sold 300,000 copies now, you are signed to, you get yeah. another album out of For going. sure. Oh, man. Also, Daryl Dragon from Captain and Tennille. Hell yeah, plays, he did. Plays on the album. Yeah. He's, uh, he's the captain. <laughs> he's, he is the captain. <laughs> <laughs> and it says here that he had a second solo album. You didn't play anything off Bamboo. Oh, I didn't know about Bamboo. It says, uh, the follow-up, uh, Bamboo. Maybe, where, maybe it wasn't completed. Oh. Oh, well. Maybe it got buried at sea, too. Maybe. Bamboo. Maybe. Bamboo floats, though. That's true. <laughs> Dennis Wilson, not so much. So is it game time? Oh, um, did you did you have any more? I'm done. Oh, you're done? Okay. Um, Do you have another one? I, I had a couple. Well, uh, which, which was your, uh, if you had to pick a favorite uh, Kiss solo album, it's no contest, right? Ace Fraley, right? I was just going to say, yeah, I, but I do like I do like Paul's and I do like Gene's. The worst is Peter's. Yeah. It is unlistenable. That's the kind of sugar Papa doesn't like. But Ace's is, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but Ace's, uh, that's a song. Yeah. It's a song on Peter's. I like the one, too. I think we talked about this before where he just starts where he goes, this is New York. Whoa. And he says, whoa. And he goes, in, and the song's called, I Can't Stop the Rain. It's terrible. Oh, like uh, Missy Elliott? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Wow. But no, Ace Freely's. That's a great. Not it's not just a great solo al- album as a member of. Kid, that's a great album. Yeah, yeah, no, no. It's it's rip it's, it out, it's snow blind, all good. Uh, speeding back to my baby, and I don't mean maybe. <laughs> best selling, best selling one. Now, what is your favorite Beatles solo album? Oh boy, that's that's. Uh, I don't know. I would really have to think about that. I lean towards. I lean more towards McCartney than than Lennon, though. I was. I was. Up until game time, I was, oh, it's got to be just by the sheer weight of all things must pass. But uh, then yeah. at the, at the, I, I had to zag at the last minute for Ram. It's got to be Ram, Paul McCartney. That's, like, a, great, that's a pretty yeah, great CD. This is uh, too many people. And you're not, you're not including Wings CDs in there. You're just, just uh, straight McCartney solo? I guess, well, this is, I think this is credited to Paul and Linda or something. Yeah, but that counts. I would yeah. count this. Yeah. Linda was just there to keep him happy in the studio, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Making uh, some uh, vegetarian frittatas, if you know what I'm talking about. That's what's wrong with this country today. Yep. Too many people reaching for a piece of cake. Everyone wants their slice. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, I was I was kind of a late adapter to Ram. You know, I was like band on the run or whatever. Right. But uh, yeah, Ram's Ram's totally worth it. Yeah, you know what? I didn't even include any uh, Beatles solo albums or Kiss solo albums on my list. I don't know. I just was like, eh. Any others you care to mention now or forever hold your peace? Mm, no, because we'll do this again. We'll sometime. probably do this again sometime. So, uh, yeah, I had a game. This is an audio game, and this is going to be this is going to stretch over because uh, don't blurt out any answers. But okay. it, t- it, it uh, ties in with our uh, solo theme. This is called Name That Solo, and I've uh, strung together a bunch of uh, guitar, guitar solos. Guitar solos, oh. seven guitar solos. Okay, so I have to listen to all seven. Listen, listen to all seven. J- there's just little little bits of each, and then uh, am I going to win tickets to Jack FM's uh, seventh show? This <laughs> yes. 
Yes, you are. Well, uh, the prize is uh, TBD, but if you if you can figure out who they are, uh, yeah, go to our Facebook page. Oh, so and, I'm not allowed to play this then. But you could kind of play along, okay. you know. But uh, just don't just don't give anything away. Okay. But, uh, a couple of them are kind of obvious. A couple of them are a little bit trickier, so, but they're all like well known. Uh, so this is a so game for the home listener. For the home listener, and it is called Name That Solo Matt. Name that solo. Wow. <laughs> so <laughs> I think I knew like the first three, and then I was kind of a little bit lost. And that's why uh, people can, um, you know, uh, listen to this over and over again, and then, you know, maybe break it down or maybe use some of that Shazam software. How do you string these uh, things together like this? I did. I, I played that all. That was me. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I can shred. No, that was, uh, that was on. Uh, I was going to use uh, uh, Audible but, or Audacity, but uh, it broke, so I used Guitar uh, you know, garage, garage, garage band. band. You yeah. can do that. Yeah, garage band. No I didn't problem. know that. I don't know yeah. how to use garage band. It's easy and fun. You should give it a go. Um, any uh, anything people should uh, be aware of uh, this week? Yeah, I got. There's a couple. Uh, there's a couple cool CDs out right now. Um, Sweetheart of the Sun is uh, the fifth Bangles CD is out right now, and um, it's really cool. It's kind of hippy and dippy and trippy. And um, they do a version of the Naz's uh, Close Your Eyes to close out the album. And that's the Bangles' new CD is out. Open My Eyes? Open My Eyes, I'm Yeah, sorry. oh man, that's on Shreds. Yeah, I love that. Uh, and then they, I'm glad you said that. Because <laughs> I said Close Your Eyes. Yeah. <laughs> and that's no good. And um, what else is out there? I, I still like the Red Hot Chili Peppers' new CD is great. And um, and of course, uh, Switchfoot and Chickenfoot. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> no, you got it. Let's, I'm, I'm gonna bring. I'm gonna find out uh, who scores higher on the charts this week. Battle of the Feet. Um, yeah, yeah. See who. See who. Um See, see who wins the uh, Battle of the Feet. And if you're still reeling from our 1991 show, the, the, the documentary 1991, The Year Punk Broke, is finally available on DVD. You know, we, we, uh, what, what we're trying to do is like lay a, lay a groundwork to, yes. to see why, why grunge was necessary. You know, that's why we played all that Chicago and stuff just to right. see like what the climate was that made like this revolution. But this is, uh, it's a great thing. A lot of cool, like, yeah, Nirvana clips on oh. youth and. Yeah, and one more thing about the, uh, the the new Bangles CD is oh, yeah. uh, they're down to a, a three piece now. Uh, Michael Steele is no longer in the band, the bass player. Oh. So Matthew Sweet, oh, produced the CD and he plays bass on the CD. Oh no, kidding! I, well, I was thinking they should have got the former uh, chair of the Republican National Committee, Michael Steele, get him to uh, <laughs> fill in. I bet he could. He's got a. Does he? Does he? Can he? He hold down the backbeat. He's no Mike Huckabee, but he's you know he can play. Oh, Huckabee <laughs> rocks. Yeah. But uh, uh, oh, um, congratulations to uh, Piper and I forget the other person who won our uh, Girls Guide to Record Collecting books. And uh, in that book, it's it's a fun read by uh, Courtney Smith. She really gives the business to boys who like uh, Morrissey. So we want to send this one out to uh, <laughs> Courtney uh, Smith. This is uh, first of the gang to die. That's this has been a pretty good show. I, I think it was a good show. We had some fun here. All right, uh, this is uh, Gary. Lucy. I'm going to like this when it pops up. Yeah. <laughs> on Facebook. Here, here's my here's my new uh, here's my new sign off. Uh, this is Gary Lucy reminding you that rock and roll is good time music. Why don't you listen to it? Do you have any sign offs? <laughs> uh, no. I okay. Bye. I can't follow that. <laughs> Never been in love
stars reflect in the reservoir And you have never been in love Until you've seen the dawn rise Behind the home for the blind We are the pretty, petty